and welcome to the List Makers episode 25. I'm Dave. And I'm Rob. And this month we have a topic submitted by listener David Beardsley. He has asked us to create lists based on top five lost episodes you would like to see recovered. And I'm going to thank David not only for sending this in, but also for making it episodes, not stories, which forced me to think even harder about this one and try and pick five out of, I think it's 97 that are left missing, Rob? (laughs) Yes, but I'm going to jump in and say I I didn't take him quite at his word, Dave. I've taken episodes and stories to be pretty much the same thing, especially when an entire story is missing. Oh, okay. Well, you're probably going to bring back 30 or something then. So, In the end, I probably will. But yeah, for me, I... uh, some of these stories none of it exists so do you want me to say episode one two three no i'm just gonna say the story okay well once again we've taken it slightly differently (laughs) um given that there are 90 to choose from a snap seems mathematically unlikely but given the some of the ones that are missing also quite possible yeah i think we're going to snap all over the place here frankly Fair enough. Well, it's your turn to go first, so let's dive in. Golly, okay. In at number five, I'm going with The Myth Makers, because I'm pretty sure we've mentioned this on one of our shows in the past, maybe one of the flagship shows, and we've spoken about how great it would be to see this story and see the way it was done. I know we have telly snaps and even little snatches of film, which is so tantalizing, but nothing beats the real deal. I think the way I enjoy the mythology around the story helps quite a bit with this too. It's just a story I enjoy the concept of the Doctor being involved in. I would really like to see the Mythmakers. Excellent. In at number four, I have The Power of the Daleks. I think there's a lot to be said for this one being a debut story for a Doctor. So look, if you're going to twist my arm, David, if you're going to say it must be an episode, then call it episode one. But I'm just saying Power of the Daleks in general. You know, we've got all the other Doctor's debuts. It'd be a crying shame to not have this one in back in the vaults one day. Yes, there's a solid little Dalek story in there and all of that. But I do come at this one from the history of Doctor Who angle, where I just think it's a really important story to have back. And even if it was just episode one and we could see the first 25 minutes of Pat being the Doctor properly, not an animation, not telesnaps, not audio. Well, you'd have the audio, I guess, but <laughs> you know what I mean? I do, I do. Yeah. In at number three, Marco Polo, another Hartnell historical, which I guess in some ways is no accident as Hartnell made a lot of historical stories. But as we've mentioned on the show before, this is such an intriguing one. When we look at the images to hand, even colour images that we have, and we see that they really push the boat out on making this look really great, especially as a culture that the BBC wouldn't be doing regularly. I mean, they'd always be doing stuff in the home counties and country manors and things like that. But to actually do China? Like, wow. They did a lot of good work on this one, and i just love to see it. Mm-hmm. In at number two, Evil of the Daleks. Of the two missing Dalek stories for Pat, I think this is the more interesting of the two. So while they both make my list, this one comes out on top in at the number two slot. It's great that we have the animation, but when I look at that episode that we do have, the actual live-action episode, I get a real vibe from it, and I think, yes, this seems like it would have been a really, really good story to watch. Put aside the audio, the images, and all that, when we look at that episode that we can actually see, it's really cool. So, David, I'm not selecting that episode, which that's episode two, isn't it, that exists? It is, yes. I think, yes. So I'm not picking episode two for this story because we already have it. Any of the other ones will do. And in at number one, 
I've picked The Massacre of St. Bartholomew's Eve. Maybe a surprising choice here for some listeners out there. Maybe not for you, Dave, because you know how much I like this story. I just love the history in the piece. You know, we're, we're a couple of hundred years before the Reign of Terror, but we're knee-deep in French history again. What images I've seen from it make it look like a solid-looking thing in terms of the costumes especially, maybe similar to Marco Polo in that respect. And yeah, above Daleks and ray guns and all of that, I'd like to see this historical back that's not even universally respected by all fans out there who know of it, but which I would really, really like to see. That's very cool. That's a very cool list. Thank you very much. Uh, Now, you have saved 27 episodes there. (laughs) And uh, within that 27, we have got a few snaps across my five. But uh, as I say, I have been specific, so we'll have some different takes, I think, even where we are overlapping. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the first is not a snap, and my fifth pick is The Highlanders Episode 3. Okay. This is a story that I've always been very captured by and very delighted by. The imagery of the Doctor in 18th century Scotland, post the Battle of Culloden, is one that just has always grabbed my attention. And I've picked episode three because I'd love to see the Doctor doing all of those things as all the different bits of the plot come together. The stuff with the soldiers and Algernon for Finch, the stuff with Solicitor Grey, the stuff with the slave traders, all of that's going on. Troughton, I think, is at that stage really on top of the role. And I'd just love to see how that all looked and how that all felt from a story that is very, very missing and often quite forgotten. Mm-hmm. Number four, I have picked the end of an epic. I have picked the Daleks Master Plan episode 12. Mm-hmm. Now, there are nine episodes of this story missing. I would love to see any of them back. So I think this is an absolute belter of a story. It is the, the culmination of the Hartnell Dalek stories, which each sort of get bigger in terms of scope and epicness as they go on and finally reach this this massive, massive epic. But episode 12 is, of course, the finale. It's got that big confrontation between the Daleks and Marvik Chen, which, based on the audio, sounds extraordinary. Mm. But then that climax of the story, the time destructors activated as the Doctor and Sarah are trying to get back to the TARDIS. You've got the winds swirling. You've got that thump going on in the background, that heartbeat of the Time Destructor all the way through. It sounds absolutely incredible. Sarah's death, the destruction of the Daleks, the, the ravaging of Kemble. I think this would be amazing to see, and I would love to see Master Plan Episode 12. Good call. I'm also picking The Myth Makers, and in particular Episode 4, mm-hmm. for many of the reasons that you said. I think it's a really witty an entertaining script. I would love to see Hartnell's performance. I think this is one of those ones where he sounds really good on audio, but if we could actually see the mannerisms and the facial expressions, Mm. we would appreciate, much like in the Romans, just how good he was at comedy and how effective this would be. Uh, All the other characters in there as well, but episode four particularly because I want to see the horse. We all want to see the horse come in and the, the fall of Troy. Look, as I mentioned before, I last August, I was in Troy. I saw the gate where the horse went into Troy. And um, I think that would be a really cool thing to find. Another very missing story. Mm-hmm. At number two from one of my favorites, uh, that is Marco Polo. And I have picked episode three. As you said, this is another amazing epic journey that the TARDIS crew goes on that mm. covers so many locations across hundreds of miles of 13th century China. 
And I've picked episode three because that's really the middle part of the journey. Initially, I was going to go for episode two, where they come down out of the plains and first into the Gobi Desert. But I realized that Hartnell isn't in that one. And if you're going to get an episode back, it should be at least one with the Doctor in it. So I, uh, I picked episode three, which again continues that journey through the desert, through some towns. And I think it would just be amazing to see how they did this journey on a 1964 budget. The photos, as you said, look sumptuous. And I think it would be amazing to see it. Yeah, incredible photos. Incredible colour photos. It's just amazing. Mm. Number one, the episode I most would like to see returned is Evil of the Daleks, Episode 7. <laughs> Again, it's a snap with you, Rob. And I think if you were to pick one episode from that, I suspect you would also pick the finale. All things are kicking off. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Again, this is... I said that Master Plan was the culmination of the Hartnell Dalek stories. This is the culmination of the 1960s Dalek stories. This is the, the end of Dalek mania in the 60s. You've got Patrick Trout with one of his most desperate and most intense performances. You've got the introduction of Deborah Watling as Victoria Waterfield. But you've also got that Emperor Dalek. And I would dearly love to see how that Emperor Dalek actually looked on film we've got the mm. photos but how did it move how did it light how did it really look and then the whole battle the civil war on scarrow i think this would just be absolutely amazing and i would love to see that episode back so we have got some overlaps there rob we do and and possibly because we've been thinking of the same things because that is an epic ending to that dalek story for example i'm sort of kicking myself that i didn't do dalek's master plan though because that that is the epic of all epics. Why wasn't that on my list? That's a very good question, Rob. I think you need to uh, write a thousand words on the topic and have it on my desk by the end of the day. Yes, and self-flagellate. Yes. <laughs> um, an episode that was on neither of our lists that listeners might be quite surprised by. Mm-hmm. 10th Planet Part 4. That's interesting because, again, I was thinking of stories and I thought, well, we've got three episodes of that, you know. It's, it's a shame we don't have that last episode. It's the regeneration episode, especially as I've waxed lyrical about how important it would be to have Pat's first episode. But, yeah, that's why I hadn't picked it because so much of the story does exist that we sort of have a good feel for it. Yeah, that was very much my thinking as well. We've got three of the four episodes. And in fact, we've actually got the regeneration, amazingly. Yes. We've, we've got the regeneration on video. So I, I felt as though, as much as I'd love to see it back, there were things I wanted to see more. And that was partly as well why I didn't have power of the Daleks. We have to say of the Daleks now because there's now power of the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, we never really got confused with power of Kroll for some reason. but. No. Um, <laughs> But I would love to see Power of the Daleks back, obviously. But given I was limiting myself to episodes, yes, it would be good to see those first moments of Patrick Troughton. But once that's done, you've got a very average 1960s episode one. They Mm. arrive somewhere, something's not quite right. They meet people, they wander around. Oh, something's happening, cliffhanger. There's not a lot in that first episode. So I sort of thought, I can have something else. So I, 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 I didn't go for that, although... Look, if I'd gone to 10, I suspect that 10th Planet 4 and Power 1 would absolutely be on those lists. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, good calls there. Interesting that we've overlapped in a number of places. Marco Polo, not one that people particularly think about. Mythmaker, certainly not one that people think about. And mm. you've added the massacre in there as a historical. Are these the very forgotten stories? I think they are, and particularly in the case of the massacre, I think a lot of people either don't know it, or if they do know it, they poo-poo it, or they've read the Target novel, which isn't 
actually the TV story at all, you know. So it's a it's a very confusing sort of story to, to people out there, I think, Dave. But I would just love to see it. I think that's a fascinating period of history. Yeah, I, I do too. I didn't have it on my list because I don't know how much more the visuals will add. I think there's an extent to which the massacre is a lot of people talking in rooms. Now, it's very, very good talking in rooms. It's very interesting and intriguing and and well done talking in rooms. But am I going to see it and go, oh, my God, look at how they did the pub, Mm. as opposed to, you know, the horse or ancient China? Um, I I, I kind of wonder about that. But but then when they actually get to the massacre, Mm -hmm. how did they do that? Yeah. Now, we sort of think that it was maybe done with a soundtrack and pictures of wood cuttings and stuff like that, but we're not really sure, are we? No, it's it's one, it's it's funny how some Doctor Who missing stories are so well documented in just about every single conceivable way, besides from having the actual video. But this is one that's not. I've never seen it, even a lot of still images from it. No, there really is very little from it that exists at all. And it's not helped by the fact that John Lucarotti, when he novelised it, novelised his own scripts rather than what actually went out. So mm. it's, it's not even a novel or a representation of what went out. It's, it's a similar story, but it's a very different story. And I'm thinking now about if I'd had the massacre on my list, which episode would I have picked? Now, part of me says you've got to go episode four because you want to see the massacre. Yeah. But but part of me goes, I want to see the Doctor playing the Abbot of Amboise. Sorry, I want to see Hartnell yeah. playing the Abbot of Amboise. And I'm not sure if that performance is in episode four. Mm, that's tricky. So that's uh, that's some research we'll have to do when um the, the fandom gods do suddenly descend on us at midnight one night and say, you can pick one. <laughs> as, if, as if we'll have a choice, as if we wouldn't be grateful to have any of any, them back. Yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh. Yeah, look, when we got onto this topic, it got me thinking back to early days in fandom. Currently, people can go out there right now and buy a DVD that's the scrapings off the floor of all the, the missing, well, they're not missing episodes, but the episodes that do exist from some of these stories that are largely missing. And I would think back to when these would go around on bootleg tapes and they were just like gold because it, it was almost like they were still missing because you couldn't see them any other way than for some fan to have a bootleg copy of them. They, they weren't released on VHS. It's long before DVD. Do you, do you know what I mean, Dave? You no, know? I absolutely do. It was, it was that ability to latch on to something that you'd never seen before. We had at the local club here in Victoria an audio library where you could borrow tapes of audio tracks of not just missing stories, but a whole bunch of stories. So hmm. cause obviously a lot of people didn't have these things on video. So if you wanted to put the cassette of the Three Doctors India tape player and listen to that, you, you could borrow it and listen to it. But but they did have a lot of very early bootleg recordings of 60s stuff. And some of them were really, really good recordings. Some of them were you know multi-generation, badly made. <laughs> and you'd sort of be listening going, oh, I, th- I think that was the do- oh yeah that was the doctor I don't know what's going on here but yeah. and of course you know there was no narration which is something that I really didn't appreciate until we got those official BBC audios mm. with the narrating links because I do remember many times where I'll be listening to The Savages and you just listen and nothing's happening 
yeah. and nothing's happening. And then you hear some footsteps and nothing's happening. And you, you don't even know what room you're in or whose footsteps they are no. or what's going on. There's, there was nothing like that. So it was, it was, oh, we were so happy to have them and they were so terrible in many ways in terms of their quality. But yeah, so exciting. Yeah, but it just struck me that the, the funny aspect that even when we got episodes back, it was like they were still missing because no one could see them anyway, <laughs> you know, until things like that DVD that collected all the random episodes together. Well, well, that's right. Until the official VHS releases, a lot of these things weren't easily available. We were lucky that when Tomb was found, it was rushed out. Now, it still took six or eight months from, hey, everyone, we found Tomb of the Cybermen to you can go to Meyer and you can buy a copy of Tomb of the Cybermen. Mm. It, it seems like it wasn't much at the time, but... I can remember when the Aztecs came out on VHS. I'd never seen that before. Suddenly there was a whole new story. I can remember when I went to the UK in 1991. We did a big family trip to Europe, including the UK, and I was 11 at the time, and we went into a shop in Chester, and Dad said, you can have one Doctor Who video, the first ever video he'd ever bought of of actual Doctor Who, and we had a choice of the Web Planet or the Dominators. And I picked up the Dominators, and... I was so excited to wait the six weeks to get back home so I could put it in the VHS player and see what a quark looked like. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So innocent. We so were innocent. so innocent. So, look, some really good stories there. Not surprising we've overlapped on some of the big epics like Evil, Marco Polo. Not Master Plan, apparently, Rob, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, that's an oversight on my part <laughs> now that I look back. No, that's okay. It means we got something else to talk about, which is all good. But time to pick out our next topic. Mm. Thank you to David for sending that one in. Yes. And next month's topic is sent in by Loza. Loza. Loza, who has said to us, top five doctors you would like to travel with and why? Oh, I think I remember when that one came in. That's right. It was in an email that we read out in our January episode all the way back then. Yep. There we go. Uh, But thank you for that submission. We will be back with that in a month's time. Until then, I've been Rob. No, I haven't. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Until then, I've been Dave. And I've been Rob. And we'll make some more lists soon. See ya. Bye.